Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Welcome back. It's the final stretch. Silver and black today on this Tuesday. Yes, just a week and two days. Nine days until the NFL draft when we'll see your Las Vegas Raiders make their move. Thanks for listening to us or watching us, whichever you're doing. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet, do us a favor, subscribe wherever you get your audio hit on the auto download as well. So every time a new show hits, you will be notified and on YouTube hit subscription and then hit on the notifications bell. So you know when there is a new video. Uh, And so that's all we ask of you. That's all we ask of you is to do that. Listen, be part of the discussion. And of course, the discussion here is led by my my co-partner here, my partner in crime, as I call him. That is Mo Moten, national NFL writer over at Bleacher Report. You can catch his work up on Bleacher Report. Of course, Mo, you just had another live session yesterday, right? Just had another live session. So you want the replay on that. Of course, it's obviously talking about Raiders draft topics and who they should draft, who they should avoid. So if you if you want to catch the replay on that and you didn't see it live, it's on the Bleacher Report app. If you're in the Raiders community, if all you have to do is tap the Raiders logo. You know what it looks like, obviously. Uh, the video will pop up at the top of the feed. That's right. It's Midtown Mo, so you got to check it out. So <laughs> make sure you do that as well as following him on Twitter, M-O-E-M-O-T-U-N. I'm at LV going. Okay, Mo, listen, a couple of things that we want to just go around the NFL. Uh, first, I'm going to start with a big Raider anniversary. 23 years ago, this past week, Al Davis did the unthinkable. He selected a kicker in the first round, 23 drafts ago, Sebastian Janikowski. Now, it ended up working out for the Raiders overall. It was a hell of a kicker, beloved uh, former player and a beloved member of Raider Nation, no question about it. But Al Davis, the maverick himself, takes a kicker in the first round, and since he's done that, no one else has. Amazing anniversary for Seabass, as they call him in Raider Nation, but uh, I remember when it happened all those years ago, Mo. I know you were probably uh, an eighth grader by that point, yes. but um, but you look back at it, and you, and you look at it under today's lens, and you think, holy crap, who would take a kicker in the first round, no matter how good they are? 
Uh, but Al Davis did because Al Davis did what he thought was right and what he wanted to do. Hey, they got a Pro Bowl year out of Janikowski, right? They sure and did. So, and, so, and, and some fans can tell you some legendary stories they got out of, out of it. So I guess that's <laughs> worth it, right? But Absolutely. Can you, can you imagine the Raiders taking the kicker in the first round? I mean, I know they I understand they, they're set the position right now, but can you yeah. imagine if the Raiders needed a kicker and, and Dave Ziegler and Josh Daniels took a kicker at seventh overall? Now, I know sent Janikowski was 17th, but that's still. Yeah, 17th. Like the fact that he went the first round. Yeah. And then went in the middle of the first round. It wasn't like the last pick in the first round. It was the yeah. middle of the first round. Can you, if that happened today, there will be <laughs> riots in the streets of Vegas, Oakland, Los, and Los Angeles. Yes. They'd be going nuts. We need, <laughs> we need cornerbacks. Why are you taking a kicker? Well, I know. Like you said, they have kickers right now. They're yeah, perfect they're in that fine. situation right now. But it really is remarkable to think of it. Think of it. And again, he went on to be a great Raider. Don't get me wrong. But still, the value of the kicker, I know you could roll out how many points he scored, all that stuff, but if you look at the history of the team during that time frame, obviously they needed more help in other areas to, to be a champion, and they didn't ever get it. So just a really interesting case study. I think somebody should write a book about that, like just the whole thing, how it happened, then after it happened, what it did to the franchise. I mean, there's so many angles with that story. The funny thing is that the following year they they went to the ASC championship game. They did. <laughs> so it didn't set them back in the, in a short term sense. Not because in the they short went term. To the playoffs, the yes. next three consecutive years. So yeah, I, I guess in a sense, not a, a wild move back then. What twenty three years ago? But yeah. now you would be run out of the building the minute. Yeah, that yeah. And to your point about the playoff seasons after, look, they were on the cusp, and Al Davis figured, hey, we can't make kicks. If we can make kicks, how many games do we win? I'm sure he did it. I'm sure he did the math and his scouting department said, hey, if we would have had a kicker who didn't miss all these field goals, we would have done this, this and that. So remarkable, remarkable story. And I just wanted to bring that up since that was the anniversary. And I know a lot of folks out there who listen to the show love Seabass. So we wanted oh. to give him yes. uh, uh, his due. He's on one of the d- beloved Raiders of all time. Absolutely. And you can understand why. Uh, all right. Mo, around the NFL, the sale of the Washington Commanders, it looks like that's happen, happening. Uh, apparently, the price is coming in lower than the NFL owners want. I know everybody out there is crying for the NFL owners who might get a couple billion dollars less than they anticipated. But um, I think the sale of the Commanders, Daniel Snyder and, and his reputation, of course, we have all of the incidents and the investigations going around the commanders in the front office with harassment and all sorts of nasty, nasty things. Of course, the Raiders were connected to that investigation. That's how John Gruden lost his job. But uh, the sale of the commanders is good for the NFL. We don't have exactly all the information on the new ownership group, but this is something good for football and I think good for that organization finally and for those fans. People have been trying to flush Daniel Snyder down the toilet for years now because of what's been going on with the commanders and what's been going on in the front office there and all the stories that have come out of that organization so i guess it's a it's a fresh start and and i think the league would want that the other thing i want to note before we got on there's there supposedly might be a bit of a holdup because another billionaire brian davis i believe his name is he's a dc native he'll be the first black owner to have a team and he's he's mm-hmm. actually had a seven million dollar cash offer so there could be a snag in uh, Josh Harris. I know is involved in the initial offer of six, about six billion, and Magic Johnson is also in that group. But 
there seems to be some competition there. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's why I kind of left it open-ended. And I appreciate that. I think, I think that we, there, there's people who want in, right. The NFL owners club is as an exclusive as a group as there is in the world, really, if you think about it, 32 people, 32 ownership groups, uh, and all individuals with the exception of the Packers, of course. But if you look at that and, and the opportunity and the issues involved in Washington, to, to your point about minority ownership, the NFL does not have an African-American owner. There is none. And so I know that there's been talk of this, and you mentioned some names there, and I think you know Magic Johnson, to, to your point, being involved there. Uh, so we'll see how this goes and, and how it ends up. But, but clearly, everybody's ready to get past Daniel Snyder. And Daniel Snyder, don't cry for that guy, because uh, remember, I think he bought the team for $400 million, and he's going to sell it for, what, six, was it $6 billion? I can't remember the number. But um, he's going to make a killing on it. So yes, he's going to go away, and people can feel good about that Daniel Snyder's out of the league. But the guy's going to make a huge investment return for his money. Of course. And the other thing that I want to connect to this, and it has to do with the draft, is Daniel Snyder was not kind of. He was a hands-on owner. If you remember, he was yes. involved in the picking of the late now uh, who passed away, Dwayne Haskins, who passed away tragically. He was involved in, in the Washington football team making that pick. Yep. So with him out of the picture, I wonder, does this change anything about direction of the team and draft plans and stuff like that because he's one of those owners who will meddle and say i i want that guy now the commanders have been touting sam howell as their starting quarterback i don't believe that for a second they did yeah. bring, they did bring in some competition jacoby Brissett is over there now too mm -hmm. so he's a he's a backup quarterback who's had some starting experience so they have a little bit of a competition but i'm wondering if with dan Snow, daniel snyder out of the picture what does that mean for Commanders as a football team? And they're one of the teams that are in on, on your guy, Hendon Hooker. And they're, they're yes. I believe he had a visit with them recently. So it's going to be interesting to see where Hendon Hooker, the wild card of this quarterback class, ends up. Yeah. And and interesting too, Mo, is the sale. I mean, obviously the sale's not going to be done in nine days. Right. So technically he owns the team until the sale closes. So he mm -hmm. will be in charge of the draft. If I'm the owner buying the team, knowing that, Oof, I don't know how you handle that because if I'm the new owner, I don't technically own it yet, but so does the NFL step. I don't know how they do. I think Daniel Snyder can do whatever he want. We've seen reports that he's going to be vindictive and he might just let the team go to heck. I don't know, but it's crazy to think about that because when you're in that kind of no man's land of a sale and you got a draft right in the center of it, interesting to see how they'll handle it. I, I you know, knowing I don't know any billionaires. You know, but <laughs> you I would I would guess that billionaires don't go out quietly. They they usually yeah. like to have their way. So they're going. I would assume that he's going to go out kicking and screaming. <laughs> of course. Well, he's a big baby anyway. Everybody knows this, so we'll see. Uh, Mo, before we cut out of here for the day, because I know the next two shows are going to be chock full of incredible goodness, including on Thursday. Thursday, Brian Baldinger. Baldy will be back with us for our pre-draft lookout. And then I'll be on with uh, with Baldy on draft night. That's who's going to be co-hosting the national show for Odyssey, which I will nice. uh, talk about after the Raiders pick at seven or wherever they pick. But we're going to get on with him and ask him a bunch of questions about the draft and how it's shaping up. Um, I'm, you know, the last show we did with him was so, so telling and interesting. And, and he brought forward his knowledge. It'll be really good. I know I want to know what his gut is telling him about this Raiders team and what he's hearing and uh, how it might shape that top of the draft. Because the Raiders could reshape 
the draft. If they trade up to number two, it would. It would change things around significantly for some teams. Remember, there's four or five teams in this first round that could use a quarterback. Uh, and so if that's the case and the Raiders move up to number two, there's teams behind them that will be scrambling to either think make Anthony Richardson a number one pick, believe it or not, in my book. Number two, Will Levis could suddenly find more value because the other two guys are gone. And number three, you have Hendon Hooker, who even some people say, despite the knee injury, he could be into the first round, the bottom of the first round at least. So it's going to be interesting to talk to Baldy and get his opinion on how this thing could be upended if the Raiders make a move at the top. You hear that? Your dog knows spring is coming sooner than you think. Dog walks, dog parks, playing fetch, all the stuff your dog loves to do with you. But the warmer weather also means that fleas and ticks are coming back. Fleas and ticks are in the grass, in the woods, and even on their dog friends. Fleas are an itchy nuisance, can easily get into your home, furniture, and beds, which can be terrible. Ticks are even worse. They're hard to spot, but can carry disease and get your dog really sick. PetMeds has your furry friend protected with the best products to prevent flea and ticks all year long. PetMeds pharmacists connect directly with your vet to save you time and deliver the best products for your pet. PetMeds offers low prices on all flea and tick meds, including NexGuard, Simperica, and more. And PetMeds AutoShip helps you save even more with additional discounts on regular shipments of PetMeds, dog food, and other high-quality supplies. So get ready for all the spring fun now. Visit PetMeds.com and use promo code PODCAST to save 40% on your first auto ship order. That's PetMeds.com and promo code PODCAST. If I had to take a guess, based on what he talked about with us last time, he talked a lot. He spent a lot of time on the defense, and he also mm-hmm. liked Jermaine Illuminar, and I also like Jermaine Illuminar. A lot of Raiders fans know that. But um, I think he's going to say the Raiders have to get the best defensive player available on the board regardless of position because they they need defensive tackle obviously they need a linebacker obviously they're no linebackers worth the seventh pick though and they need cornerbacks and, I, and that's why i've been on record i've been on twitter i've been on a bleach report live show saying the raiders need to take the best if they're not going to take a quarterback they need to take the best cornerback available whether that's mm-hmm. Devin weatherspoon christian gonzalez on their board joey porter jr but i think he's going to say the raiders go defense now he may surprise us and say well if Anthony Richardson's available, I know you're going to cringe at this, but I'm wondering if <laughs> I'll ask him directly. I'll say if Anthony Richardson is available, do you take him at seven? And do you think he's worth a top 10 pick? Cause I know we disagree heavily on this one. Yeah. Yeah. No, we'll definitely, <laughs> we'll definitely ask him now. I also want to get his view on Jalen Carter because whether or not the Raiders select Jalen Carter or not, I know we talked about him on the last show, but I'd like to hear his point of view on it because again, the consistent noise I'm hearing from about Jalen Carter is when he plays, there's nobody better, but he doesn't necessarily play all the plays. And if that's the case, uh, how much of a risk is an NFL team going to take? So I'm really focused on getting his take on that and and a little more, too, around some offensive line prospects, right, Mo? We haven't talked a ton of that on the show here. We talked about a few. But the Raiders, like you said, Jermaine Illuminor are doing a great job, but they still need depth. They need some, they need some youth at that position, too, that they can bring in, I think, in addition to mm-hmm. seeing if there's somebody – that they can bring in as a veteran too, perhaps uh, between now and July. But uh, those, I mean, he knows those positions obviously well. He covers it. He played it. So I want to see what his view is on the trenches because I agree with you. I think the Raiders not only need to get that cornerback, but they got to get defensive tackle. They need help in the middle, and they need help on the offensive line as well. 
I mean, look at I, I'm not saying Devin Witherspoon and Christian Gonzalez are going to be as good as Sauce Garner, but look at what getting a top cornerback did for that Jets defense. Now, I, I know they made some other changes, but Sauce Gardner was basically an all pro defensive rookie of the year. You get a top cornerback to show up the back in your defense. Now, I know a lot of people say, well, it doesn't matter if you don't have a pass rush, but let's be honest, the Raiders do have Max Crosby. I know they need more than that, mm-hmm. but we'll see what Chandler Jones is in 2023. They resigned Tillery, who's more of a penetrating defensive tackle. If you can, if you don't have a player of value at defensive tackle or or edge that you can, that's worth the seventh overall pick, you get the best cornerback and shove it back into your defense. Absolutely, it's going to be fascinating. We can't wait to have Baldy on again on Thursday. So make sure you uh, download the show. Make sure you join us on Thursday, and then next week. Right before the draft on Tuesday, uh, we talked about Matt Holder and his piece on Josh Jacobs. He's going to be on the show with us. He is Bleachery, on the Bleacher Report uh, draft. What do you call it? Draft team? What do you draft want to call team. it? Scouting draft team. team. Yeah, scouting mm-hmm. team. That's right, scouting mm-hmm. team. So Matt will be with us. He's a Raider fan, too. So not only will he give us the black and white uh, uh, unbiased opinion, but then he'll also throw in sort of his, uh, hey, I'm a Raider fan. Here's what I'd like to see them do. So we're going to get kind of best of both worlds, right, Mo? Definitely the best of both worlds. We we actually at Bleach Report have have this banter going on between uh, among <laughs> me, Matt Holder, and Brent Sobleski. Brent Sobleski actually thinks that Anthony Richardson is worth numbers the you know a top pick, but he also thinks that the Raiders are going to draft Will Levis. Me and Matt are kind of I'm well Matt maybe lukewarm on Will Levis. I'm saying no, I don't want Will Levis. I'd rather have Anthony Richardson over Will Levis. So we'll have some fun with that when Matt is on with us next week. Yeah, I said Levis a long time ago, if you remember. I kind of said, ah, 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 and, and it would not shock me. I'm, I'm less negative than you are on Will Levis. I'm probably more in the boat as those guys, kind of just lukewarm. Uh, but I could see it happening. I, I think Raider Nation would, would crap a you-know-what. Yeah, I can definitely see the Raiders taking Will Levis. I see I see Will Levis as more of a Josh McDaniels guy than Anthony Richardson. But if it was me making the pick, if I'm going with – Will Levis or Anthony Richardson and and Brent Slebuski wrote a piece about this. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to take the player with the most upside, and upside. I think no. Anthony Richardson has more upside than Will Levis. I would agree. He's an amazing athlete, and and really just at the beginning of kind of growing into himself. So totally get that. All right, my man. Well, I appreciate you as always, and we're gonna jump out of here, and then we will see you back on Thursday with Baldy. Also, really quick, if you're listening to this in the morning, tune in with me on the Bleach Report app. I'm doing a live mock draft for the just the first round, and I actually have the Raiders pick at seven. So if you ah, guys like the pick, you can that's vote today, for me. Tuesday, right? That's today, Tuesday. You guys Great. can vote for me as as the best drafter because there are going to be uh, four <laughs> of the people drafting for teams. I'm drafting for the Texans, the Raiders, the Ravens, the Bills, and the Steelers. So oh. if you like the Raiders pick, please vote for me as the best drafter on that Bleach Report app on draft day. It's not Anthony Richardson, is it? (laughs) We'll see. (laughs) No, it might surprise you. Oh, I love it. All right, so so you (laughs) will have listened most likely to this show in the morning, and then you can tune in, or early morning, and then you can tune in to the live uh, mock draft with the Bleach Report guys at what time? That's noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific time. Good, there. So you can listen to them back to back. There you go. Either way, it's good on the way on the way to work. And when you get to work, perfect. I look forward to it. All right, Mo, I will see you on Thursday, man. Sounds good.
All right, for everybody here at Silver and Black today, including our producer, David Stepanian, my co-host, Mo Moten, I am Scott Branson. Do us a favor, make sure you subscribe to the show wherever you get it, and we will see you Thursday with Brian Baldinger. Baldy will be back. We're going to dive deep with him on the draft. He's going to give us his gut feel for what the Raiders are going to do uh, on day one and beyond, and we'll also get his thoughts on some other players and some other possibilities in the draft next week. So we appreciate you guys being with us here on Silver and Black today. For everybody here, have a great rest of your week, and we'll talk to you on Thursday. Bye-bye.